TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are, Up for a Chat, about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And welcome back. Here we are with part two of the amazing interview with the inspiring Jess Ainsco. Make sure you listen to every nugget of gold she's about to drop because it's so worth it. You had a defining moment. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about, but you had a defining moment where you were doing things because you were fearful. Yes. And then why did you change to you were doing things because that's what you love to do now? Yeah. And that was the respect you needed. Yeah. So this has been a big part of my journey. And it it changed for me when I interviewed a lady named Anita Morjani, who's got a book called Dying to Be Me. Um, Mm. And I was heard someone talk about (laughs) that. She is... uh, Gosh, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's my favorite spiritual teacher. I love her. Um, so I, I had the pleasure of interviewing her just soon after her book came out. Um, I got in early and I was very, very oh, yeah. blessed <laughs> to be able to speak to her. And one of the things that she said to me was that, because we spoke at the end of the interview about how I was doing Gerson therapy and how I had cancer. And she said to me, you need to stop doing everything that you're doing out of a fear of dying because what you're doing is not going to lead to health. You need to start doing the things that you're doing out of a love for your life and a love for yourself. And that's when everything changed. And I thought, shit, I am doing all of this because I'm scared of dying. I'd never admitted that to myself before, but it made me realize that I really was. Um, And after that, I mean, it didn't happen instantly, but that's what I've been working towards ever since. And now, I mean, I eat healthy food, not because I'm scared of what will happen if I don't do it. I do it because it makes me feel so freaking good. Mm. And I'm like in the beginning I was meditating because I was scared of what would happen if I didn't meditate because mm. I thought I've got to meditate three hours a day and that's what's going to get me well. It's such a different, mm-hmm. like, it's such a different concept yeah. and a different way of, of relating to your life and the things that you do in your life. And mm. I remember, Jess, I remember when you had that flick switched. Mm. Do you flick remember? Switch? <laughs> flick switch? The switch, switch, flick. I remember, I remember when you did that and I remember us even having a conversation in my lounge room because you were about to, you were about to speak for a group and we were creating the presentation and we came up with, oh my goodness, I remember this, we came up with End the War Within. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you came up with End the War Within and then we worked on creating a presentation that was all about... How you can how you can be at peace with yourself, not because you don't want to be at war, mm. but you be at peace with yourself because you want to be at peace with yourself. Mm. Because being at peace with yourself feels better than being at peace with yourself because you don't want to be at war. Yeah, like it was just a very you know like it's, it's a very but massive, 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 and it was such a huge um, inspiration for me then mm. as it continues to be for me. You know, every time I see you. Talk us through that that shift in perspective, because I think, it, 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 like you say, Kim, it's very subtle, but it's actually massive, and it's it's the juice that fuels fuels the fire now, and you can you can see it in everything that you've gone on to create, mm. in all of the success that comes your way, and it comes your way with relative ease. Mm. 
with all of the the um, magic that you create when you stand in front of a live audience, mm. it's 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 palpable. You can you can actually see it. So, talk us through that 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 perspective shift and and what that meant to you. I, I know Anita Mojani was the beginning of it, but what did yeah. that what did that mean to you? How did you how did you go from being at war to being cool with being at peace? Like, how did you transition? It's been um, a gradual transition. I mean, the light bulb went off in that moment, but it didn't change straight away. I mean, I was still doing Gerson therapy. I was still very regimented in everything I was doing, and there was still an element in my mind that thought, if I stop doing everything I'm doing, the cancer won't go away. And so there was still that driving force behind So there was a fear. There was a fear, yeah. There was a fear because I was doing so much. I had like this... My morning routine was epic. I used to get up so early and do all of these things because I thought, okay, if I do all of these things, that's going to get me well. But really, I mean, the thing that's going to get me well is inside of me. It's not all these things that I'm doing. They're just helping me get there and helping me to peel back the layers. Mm. Um, So that's it. And still continuing to do that. I mean, I still, if people read my blog, they can see the unraveling that I'm going through because I've kind of released attachment to my routine. I've released attachment to my diet. I'm starting to eat different things now and, oh gosh, experimenting with the the fear that comes up through that. Mm. I mean, eating eggs was a big step for me mm. because I was so thought, okay, no, eggs, animal protein, animal protein causes cancer. That's what I thought in my mind, but my body was craving it. So I'm learning to listen to my body's intuition rather than an expert or something that I've read in a book and that's a big thing. But let's talk about the quality of the eggs you ate Mm. because that was really important yes absolutely the quality of my food is the most important thing to me above anything else i always say to people you've got to eat real food well you don't you you don't got to but you should be eating real food and organic food and the eggs that i eat come from the chickens in my backyard (laughs) (laughs) and she lives in town just so everybody knows (laughs) i live by the beach and I just want, if Matt ever listens to this, and hopefully he does, because I so want my own chicken. Yes. Not because I want the eggs. I just want to play with the chickens. You would give the eggs to chickens. I would give you the... You're scared of the chickens. terrified of them. They cornered her and she calls out to tell her to tell her to come and save her from her three chickens. Oh, don't you sit there laughing when you rang Matt to come home and get a bumblebee out of your house. <laughs> or a gecko off your head. Well, it's not about me right now, is it? <laughs> really hungry i don't go near them because they oh my god they come at me i did it again the other day i thought okay no we're, we're getting there i walked down there <laughs> becoming friends yeah we walked down there and then all three of them just started attacking me That's so i ran away you. you ran away i ran away Such came back a day. Talent has to get a video of this. This is so well, cute. Well, the kind of is, I did a chicken video last week, and we, we spoke about raising chickens, and the bloopers reel was like three times as long as the actual video. <laughs> so funny. Um, they put me off my game big time. I thought if Karen was here to see this, she'd be ashamed. <laughs> oh, I would have been witty. I was shooting this video. I would have been uh, all to get a couple of eggs every morning. Oh, yeah, this is what she goes through. Yes. I want the best quality out. eggs yeah. I, I and the freshest. Yeah, the freshest eggs. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. For me. Are they happy hens? Then? They're such happy hens. So the maybe they're not life. attacking you, sweet pea. Maybe we need a new well, perspective on them. I think they are 
attacking chickens are just like they come up and they just like little peck at you. You know they don't hurt. I'm terrified of birds. You're so funny. Chickens are birds. I didn't realise that till I got them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's like Miss Carrie here. Special needs. Really. Yes, special needs. Like she loves animals. But we were talking about green tree frogs the other day. Yeah. Oh gosh. And she's oh. freaking. Look, there you go. She's freaking. Something just flew into my head. <laughs> no, it was a piece of your hair fell down, sweet pea. It was just your fringe. Stop it. Back to Jess. Back to Jess. Back to Jess. <laughs> Animals, but birds just freak me out. I think that's hysterically funny. So, but anyway, yes. so that's you. So you've gone. Yes. Big, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's funny. They're laughing at me. Oh, you, Sheena. With geckos and frogs. Well, a gecko fell on my forehead. <laughs> it fell on my forehead. I opened the back door, the fly screen, and it, it <laughs> fell on my forehead with this little suction feet, and I nearly had a heart attack. I have to say, and we're laughing, but if, 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 a, to be, if a gecko fell on my head, I'd freak too, actually. Yeah. We, I had a, my grandmother was staying with me one day, and we had builders all next door, and, and I felt a tickle. I felt like there was a thread from my bra under my top. Anyway, and I looked, I, I kind of, and it moved, and threads don't kind of go upwards. Threads don't move I up. would die. And I pulled out my top and looked down, <laughs> and there was a black spider in my top. Oh. No, no, no. I ran like a banshee Indian outside, outside, <laughs> took my top off, my pants off, everything off except my brown knickers, and I was doing like a rain dance. And these four men on the roof <laughs> thought it was so funny. They clapped and cheered and all that sort of thing. So I think I will forgive you on the gecko on the head. I will. But a bumblebee ringing your husband to come and pick you up because there's a bumblebee in your office? <laughs> I mean, really? A bee flew into my office yesterday that was bigger than me. <laughs> it was. And she's put it on Facebook. It was bigger than me. And I put a message on Facebook. And I said, Matt, you have to come home to get it. It was, this thing was bigger than me. I don't know what you people are laughing at. Do you know? I've covered it with a salad bowl. Just that it would be there for Matt to get when he got home. It was that big. I had to go on a salad bowl. So, so, so can I just ask you, Jess, have we cured you of your chicken issue? Because, because now that you've heard about the bee issue, I think we can safely say chickens are your friends. And they, they should be up on your blackboard. Their chickens are my friends. They're very quiet. They're asleep at the moment. Do they do they cackle and carry on during yep. the day? Yep. Yep, they cackle when they're laying an egg. We know when they're laying an egg. Oh, that's Edie. She cackles as well. <laughs> Edie's the other dog. It's quite a family Listen affair. Listen to them. Oh, and it's got amber beads on. Yeah, she's got amber beads. Is that for help with pain? For help with her skin. <laughs> oh my gosh, does it work? It helps with I know, she just got them the other day. What a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try that on Jet. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. She likes them. Kind of um, makes her look kind wise. Of makes her look hippie. Hippie, yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. more of a hippie. Like so a monk. Jess, where are you at now? Yeah. Here we what's go. Back, back to Jess. Here and now. What's your goals? What's your mission? Where you went? I, I just want to. I just want to say when I first really met you it was up in Cairns, mm, and we spoke yeah. together at a big wellness yeah. event. Had a ball, yeah. But I remember one of the things that kind of shocked me, and I kind of want to bring it up because I kind of it freaks me out a little bit that people can do this to people. Yes. You told me about a group of doctors that created a Facebook page saying Jess Ainsworth will die. Yes. Well, not a Facebook page, a blog. Oh, a blog was it? 
Yes. I don't know what they're oh. doctors, but they're just science people. Right. So when you said that to me, I actually didn't, mm. I couldn't believe it that people would do that. Mm. We were talking about criticism before we did the blog and how well, and obviously just um, but before we did the podcast, and how much you've stepped up and you've started to learn a resilience of that. Mm. So just tell me how you coped with that and then into where you are here and now. Yeah, I mean... Back then, I it, it hurt a lot more than it does now. I mean, I, I've definitely built up a tolerance to it, and I'm more resilient. I can bounce back from criticism pretty quickly. I mean, in the moment, it still stings because nobody likes to be criticised. Uh, we're actually things. that's more than criticism. That that is yes, just, that's nasty. Just, that, that's, that's nasty. It is, is not outright rudeness yeah. and and it was. Like it was just so false. I mean, and savage. Like yeah. imagine start starting something like that. That's savage. Yeah. yeah. Has it made you yeah. more aware of how you are as a person when people are like that? Does uh, it make you more aware, like of, of kindness and compassion? Yeah, and, definitely. I mean, to, I think to, for people judgment. to be able to, yeah, that's it. That's mm. a big thing that I've I've really learned. I thought, well, okay, if people are judging me in that way, where am I judging people? And it's made me look at things like that. Um, so I definitely am more kind and more compassionate and less judgmental towards people, or I try to be. Um, and I've also learned a lot through my critic, critics as well. I mean, I, I always, I always, I don't read all of the criticism. I read some of it to try and see if there's an element of truth. And if there is an element of truth, I try and learn something from it. Cause I always, and you do. still get criticized today. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I get criticized. <laughs> For the silliest things. I mean, I, I bought my little French bulldog. I know. It's the cutest thing in the whole wide world. And I got criticised for not getting a rescue dog. For I, going to a breeder. Uh, yeah, because I bought yeah. it from a breeder. Uh, I read it and yeah. I was thinking, where do you people it, come Is this the yeah. tall poppy thing, isn't yeah. it, really? Once you become more and more known? I think it is. I think once you've got a profile, yeah. it's, then, it's a given. And then people start to think that you become um, a target. Yeah. And they also disassociate from the reality that the person actually is. Yes. And hide behind yes. a screen of Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. They would never do it face to face. Can I just be the devil's advocate here, though? Yeah. So for people who really are passionate about rescue dogs, mm. and that there are a lot of dogs. Oh, yeah. There are a lot yeah. of dogs out there. And so that's their passion. And they're just wondering... You know, they, they believe in Jess, maybe. They believe in what she's doing and they don't understand why she would buy a dog. But that's not your passion. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not exactly yours. Right. Yeah. And, and I just think that, because I, I, I read them and, and I started to think, I tried not to judge, you know, I, I do try not to judge, although some people I do judge, as you know. Some people need to be very afraid. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> shall remain nameless for now maybe <laughs> with the initials <laughs> no names mentioned but <laughs> anyway i try not to be i really do for uh, for people like that that are, you know I, I see it for the first time and, and i think okay i get where you're coming from if oh, i can see totally. where they're coming from yeah uh, you know i really I, I you know you try 
you really traumatized. Huh? Well, you, you may not necessarily agree with them, but you don't attach to the no. pain that they're they're feeling. That yes. they're feeling. Yeah. yeah. And also, what you both have to remember, yeah. probably, and probably you too, Karen, when you've got such a following, mm. you're actually role modelling to other people how to behave. I always think that how you respond, your followers are watching yes, how you respond totally, as well. Totally. And. I, and I, most of the time, I ignore the criticism. Yeah. Totally don't respond to it at all. If they're saying something in a respectful way, um, if they're bringing, if they're concerned about something, if they're genuinely like part of my tribe, they're not just trolling, then I'll respond. And I've actually formed some great relationships with people who have criticized me or just brought up some things that they're not happy about, and then I've responded. And it makes, it reminds them that I'm a human being and I'm not some yeah, yeah. faceless thing behind a computer. I, I respect their criticism. I say thank you for it. Thank you for bringing this up. I'm glad you did, like taking the time to write to me. But only if it's done in a respectful way. If they're just calling me names and saying stuff that's not constructive at all, then I delete or ignore, mm. depending on how brutal it is. Mm. I loved um, Chef Pete Evans. I was listening to him speaking. He yeah. says, I love that. I love that on Facebook that you can ban and yes. delete. <laughs> ban <laughs> He says, I'm not interested in in people that that don't want to follow. Go follow somebody else that you enjoy. You know, there are people, he's he's got like 150,000 on his Facebook. And these are people who are genuinely wanting to learn from Pete Evans. And yes, respectfully, if he does something or you do something or we do something that they want to question, I'm I'm all up for it. I agree with you, Jess. I think, you know, ban and delete's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So where are you at now? So what's the what's the what's the Jess Ains Co uh, well business? What's the Jess Ains Co message? What's your plan, your intention, your purpose? Um, well, I think it's shifted a little bit recently. I mean, in the past, I was, as I said, very attached to my rules that I'd given myself when it comes to food and my regime and I thought things had to be done a certain way and I'm moving into an area now where it's definitely less focused on rules and less focused on regime and more focused on just being super kind to myself and um and I'm going into an area of like listening to what my soul wants and Mm -hmm. adding more joy into my life every day I mean that's that my thing, I start my day by journaling what will bring me the most joy today and I make sure that I do it. Um, as most people know, I, I lost my mom at the, at the end of last year and that was a big wake-up call for me. I mean, it was horrible and something I'm still coming to terms with, but it's it was a big wake-up call for me that I need to spend whatever amount of time I have in this world living life to its fullest like it's a cliche but I mean it was such a big wake up call I can't keep living my life out of fear I can't keep living my life um, determined by a disease that my body may have I have to just live in the best way I can moment to moment Jeez, I think something just hit me there that uh, that's such an incredible um, that's such an incredible thing to say because I think Whilst some people have cancer and live in that fear, other people have history or past experiences or it's the same prison. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I it's, agree. It's the same prison. Different, yeah. It's a different... It's a, it, prison's the right word. Yeah, it's, it it just comes wrapped in a different package. But yeah. it's the feeling and the experience mm. of it's still the same. Yeah. And I, I think in the past I was doing all of these things and I was uh, so just caught up in all of the things that I had to do to be well. 
Um, but at the same time, I was kind of opting out of living a full life because I was so attached to everything I did. And I thought, okay, if I'm not doing all of these things, then I'm not going to be well. But I've, that's where I'm at at the moment, just releasing attachment as much as possible to my diet, to my regime, and just doing what I'm called to do. Like I've come to a place where nurturing myself and nourishing my body is second nature. I don't even think twice about what I put in my body because it's all good. I don't have to pay any attention to that. Um, but what I do have to pay attention to is living fearlessly is the biggest thing day to day and doing things without fear is the motivator, but doing them with joy to be the motivator. So what sort of, so what sort of things are they for you? Hmm. Um, sleeping in was a big one for me. Like I thought I had to get up early and do all of these things in my morning. I thought I had to do oil pulling, clay drinking, meditating, coffee enemas, walking up Mount Coolum. I thought if I don't do all of that before breakfast, <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> yeah, then you're not living a full life. Yeah. My morning routine was epic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your morning routine yeah, is yeah, most people's full day. Yeah. Full day. Yeah. 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 And so I, I, and if I slept in, I felt guilty for it. I'd lie there and think, Oh God. My body's not going to like this, but it's really seeing attachment to that and sleeping in when I need to and allowing myself to feel emotions and just granting myself permission permission to do nothing as well. Like constantly, I was always constantly doing something, Mm. whereas now I'm just being and I can just go lie outside for an hour if I want to. And that's more productive than anything that I could be doing at my desk. Yeah. That's a big call because you were in a place of lots of doing and mm-hmm. creating and making things happen because of, you know, you, the following that you've created and, and, and the, you know, the role that you want to play in the world with, yeah. with what you've been through. So that's a big call for you to be able to disassociate or detach yourself from that, you know, calling, if you like, to more of a soul calling. Mm of following what you feel like doing in the moment. Yeah. yeah. And I think that would, that I think that's big for most people anyway mm. to go from being a human doing to being a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just giving yourself permission to do that, to just relax. I have to remind myself daily to just chill out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> yes, Karen needs that question answered. Meditation. Right? <laughs> yeah. I do need that question answered. Most people don't yeah. like this answer, but meditation mm. is the best way to get you there. What it's, sort of meditation do you do? Um, well, I've toyed with a few different styles and genres over the years. In the beginning, I, was, I went to the Gawler Foundation and I learned med- mindfulness meditation at the Gawler's Retreat. Um, and... I did, I've done that for the past four years. So I started with 45 minutes three times a day and dreaded it. Counted down the time, just constantly my mind thinking about sure, how that's what a lot of people think about meditation. Yeah, dreaded it. When you're having to do it, it's yeah. not meditation. No, it's it? not. Um, and now... Especially if you dread it. Yeah. 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 I sat down and just wanted the time to pass. Um, but now, <laughs> now I, med- I meditate for 20 minutes at a time. Um, twice or three times a day. At the moment, I'm doing three times a day because in the middle of the day, I just feel called to just go into my meditation room and do it. I just I find myself craving it, mm-hmm. and it's a real joy to get to that place from previously dreading meditation to now craving it. So, how, what what 
what techniques do you use for mm, meditation? Still, still a combination of mindfulness, so just sitting down and just focusing on my breathing, focusing on any feelings that are in my body, letting any emotions that are there to come up. That's a big thing for me because I am one to suppress how I'm feeling um, and coat it in positivity. So meditation allows those feelings to come up. And so I sit there and I just listen to the sounds that are outside of the room. Um, and then I'll go into a mantra. So either I'll use just the words let go mm-hmm. and just meditate on that. Or I have another mantra. I've started doing a little bit of like Vedic meditation, mm-hmm. which is like TM, um, where you're given your own personal mantra that you repeat over and over again for 20 minutes. So yeah, you're playing with that as well. And it's really, really powerful. Mm. Mm. Yeah, amazing. I learned TM years ago. I learned TM when I was pregnant with Taylor. Yeah, TM for our listeners is transcendental meditation, and it's very good, very powerful. I I kind of, I don't know, blew it off for a little while, thinking, oh, I don't need that because you've got to pay to do transcendental meditation. I haven't paid for the full course yet. I've only done an online one. Um, It's about fifteen hundred dollars. I didn't. I did mine what three years ago. Yeah, when you did it. Yeah. 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 But you do you did a refresher. You can go back once you've done it. You can yeah. go to any refresher, right? Um, yeah. Because you get given a personal mentor mm. that you don't tell anybody yes. what it is. Yeah. Um, so what's yours? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> tell us, tell and I have been trying to get our meditations, our mantras out of each other since we did them. Danny and I did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I actually <laughs> got it out of him. It's so funny. I got it out of him, and then he goes, "And what's yours?" And I went, "Not telling." <laughs> And um, oh, but you know what? I can't remember it. I can't remember what he really? told me. Mm. Yeah. And I've never asked again because yeah. I felt like that was so sinful. Yeah, but I kind of got it. It does. I, yeah, I like I wouldn't. I'm not telling anybody. No. Yeah. It's but, funny that, isn't it? Because it's really not not that big a deal. No. But it's it's something that it's is sacred. sacred. Mm. Yeah. And it is powerful because um, focusing on that mantra is just a very quick way of focusing your mind. It also mm. takes you down very quickly. Yeah, it does because yeah. you know you've got something to focus yeah. on. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, so that's where my meditation's at at the moment, and it's um, it's the thing that is helping me most at this point in my journey. I've done so much physically that I feel like I don't really need to do a whole lot more physically. I mean, I'm playing with different diets. I'm now doing something called a ketogenic diet, which is no sugar, no grains, no carbs, lots of fat. Actually, ah, lots of fat. I saw that Talon was eating something if- front of you oh yeah raw lemon lemon yeah it's probably my favorite thing and yeah. oh, <laughs> I saw him with it and, and she and, and I went oh he's so mean yeah he's so mean to do that to you so you how long is this for well I've it was supposed to be 30 days and I just reached the 30 days the other day and I thought I feel really good so I'm just going to keep going with it for a little while until I feel called to introduce something I I think I'm going to stay away from grains though mm. Um, we all did yeah. that after doing uh, mm. the protocol together. Yeah, we all stopped grains. Yeah, any grain. And I got to admit, yeah. you have a really good colour about you, yeah. and you're looking and really skin. good. Yeah, my it's skin is cleared up also yeah. because of your skincare. Yeah, oh. PS, oh. so good. Oh. <laughs> that healing skincare. That healing skin. Oh my lord! Oh, no, that stuff <laughs> yeah. is a miracle. Yep. That, I, that is my one product yeah, that I'm so brilliant. proud of. Yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, I've, I've lost a, like a little bit of weight. Not, not that I needed to lose weight, but I've just noticed my body seems to like this diet. Mm. Um, and that just proves that fat doesn't make you fat because basically all I'm eating is fat. <laughs> really? So yeah. what are you eating? We'll have chia pudding for breakfast made on almond milk. Um, and then for lunch, I have eggs with vegetables, with avocado cooked in coconut oil. And then for dinner... <laughs> <laughs> and then for dinner I have a salad, like a big salad with veggies, um, 
sometimes a bit of salmon. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. She sold it. Turn into the dark Releasing a tablet. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting. and It's been an interesting process. Um, stop or cu- cutting out the foods that I'm so, so used to eating because mm. I was so used to eating so many potatoes and so much sugar, or natural sugars, but so mm. much sugar, um, and oats. That Do you have any treats? What's your yes. treat? Oh, the thing that's been saving me is I make this little thing after every meal because I have to eat dessert after every meal. Yeah, that's my thing. Um, I make up almond butter, creamed coconut, which Shut is like up. a Loving Earth brand, oh creamed gosh. coconut, so good, and cacao powder, and I mix it all together to make like a chocolatey paste, and then I put some frozen berries in it. Yeah, no. And it sets it like a chocolate. Yeah, that's just, that's so divine. So good. Almond but butter. Almond, almond butter is such a treat. Yeah. So what have we got here? We've got almond, almond butter, 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 cacao, cacao powder, creamed coconut. It's so good. And you know what? You could use the cacao wafers because there's more fat in the wafers. The powders yeah. have got no You've fat. Got the cocoa butter. Because oh. the cacao wafers are one hundred uh, percent yeah. um, cacao. Right. It's just been as a, a slight yeah. roasting and then it's tempered. Yeah. So um, I should bring you around yes. a pack that so you can great. play with it. Yeah. Because you want the fat. Because yeah. this is the whole idea of this ketogenic lots, lots diet. Yeah. The, the, the basic the idea behind it is that. You want to starve the cancer cells. Mm-hmm. So you want to, you know, your body's first, well, you know this, your body's first point of fuel is carbs. Yeah. So you stop eating the carbs, your body has to feed on fat, cancer mm-hmm. cells don't feed on fat, they die. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the smarts mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know, it was really interesting, I was, um, not that long ago, I was in Manly in Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I noticed there was a lot of suits hanging around the hotel. Um, and, you know, it's, you're on the beach and I'm thinking, I wonder who these people are. You know, I wonder what they're doing. So I happened to get in to the elevator with one of the suits. And I said, um, so what's happening in this hotel with all these suits? And he said, oh, we're a bunch of neuro, um, neuro- neurologists and we're having a conference on epilepsy. And I went straight for the jugular. I went, so are you discussing diet? And he said, no, not at this conference. Um, and I said, but you do use diet, don't you, to help your, your patients because it's the ketogenic diet. Yeah. Completely fat and protein, all carbs gone. Yeah. And he said, yes, and it works. When the medications don't work, the ketogenic diet works. But who would want to eat that? Oh, really? Yeah, that's mm. what he said to me. Mm. That's what yeah. he said to me. And I went, what right do you have? Yeah. To, to, give, to determine whether determine somebody, whether wants, somebody to wants to eat that or not, as opposed to taking works. drugs for their epilepsy. But they know the ketogenic diet works for epilepsy mm. um, because, once again, sugar it, the brain starts to use um, ketones, ketones as opposed to sugar. Yeah. And when it's using ketones, it doesn't it doesn't have the same effects. And yeah. it's and I just I like go you know explain it. Yeah. But the brain uses ketones. Well, the brain, the glucose. brain, when there's no sugar available. So think about the hunter-gatherer. It had to have ways of surviving when there was no um, fruit around and no vegetables around because the Inuits ate, let's say, the blubber diet. That all they ate was seals and and blubber. They had no greenery. They had nothing. So then the body's got to figure out, well, what can I use apart from glucose? And so it uses um, ketones, which is from protein. And, and basically the brain loves to, to um, eat those, and, but we've just turned into a carbohydrate-eating yeah. society. Um, society. Mm-hmm. And we've overgone. Like we, we don't have our seasonal differences. So in the winter yeah. we would have 
more uh, of fat and meat and things like that. In the winter, in the summer, we would have our fruits and veggies and grains and everything was there, but we don't have our seasonal eating anymore. So our body goes into eating too much sugar and then, yes, cancer it's fed it. by sugar. Loves it, yeah. Just absolutely loves it. Yeah. So, look, I love what you're doing, Jess. Yeah. I think, you know, the... I think Gerson was where it was for you at that point at in that time. Yeah, you needed that. Yeah, and now you're listening and becoming intuitive mm. to what your body needs, and you're evolving. Mm. Uh, like all of us should be evolving. Like I watch Karen through her dietary changes. Yes. Yeah, we do watch it. <laughs> I'm also, I'm I'm busy. She she is a work in progress. I am a work in progress. She is a work in progress. Yep. Cheers. Yes. Princess in progress. Yeah. Princess in progress. The other thing that <laughs> I think, or a quick, I'm a queen. Things like Gerson do for you is is create what I think is lacking very much, and that's discipline. Yes. Um, mm. And I really believe that for all of us, because wow, it's almost like once we hit adulthood, we almost think we can go and do what parents told us we couldn't have that when we were young. Now we can. Um, and I think that lack of discipline yeah. is where people lose themselves and they don't know who they are anymore and they've got no... So as much as you think getting up at that 4 o'clock in the morning and doing that routine mm. has created such a sense of discipline that has now allowed you to become more... Relaxed. Relaxed. Without but, doing damage. But even relaxation yeah, is a discipline. Yeah. Yeah. I think even relaxation is a discipline. Yeah. Self-care is a discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Time out as a discipline, but I can relax on my diet now, and it and it, it it's not damaging. Like mm-hmm. I, I I'm relaxed, but I'm still so healthy. Yeah. Like I I eat whatever I want to eat. Really, I'm, I'm on this new diet, and it's taken me 30 days to like it because we're creatures of habit, and it generally takes 30 days to get used to something. But now that I'm used to it, I'm quite happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's an amazing um, point that you've kind of honed in on there and my dad used to say something similar but I can't quite remember what it was I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain but it's um, through discipline comes the most freedom yeah yeah that's so cute yeah yeah, yeah because this, you think you're free before you're disciplined but actually you're not you're trapped yeah, you're, trapped. you're trapped in emotional eating you're trapped in, in, in a mindset that's just self-destructive you're actually trapped mm. and then through obviously your circumstances you became disciplined you had to be mm. which is now giving you all the freedom that you could possibly want and you actually are free yeah. because now the choices that you're making yeah. are choices that are the choices that Every human being should actually be making for themselves in order to live a fulfilled, a happy, healthy, well experience, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, what's your what's your um, what's your intention with what comes next for you? What's your intentions for the world? What's your intentions for yourself? What's hmm? I don't really have like a long term plan. Never have. I've kind of just done whatever I'm called to do in the next moment and been amazed at how it's unfolded so that's what I'm continuing to do I mean I want to write more books I want to do more speaking I want to just continue to spread the message that I have in me at the moment in the in the moment I I don't know what that looks like so what have you got out right now that our listeners can because no doubt at the end of this podcast our listeners listeners are furiously going to look you up yeah so what what have you got and where can they find you and and what are you doing because we've also got the tv so don't forget that right so i have i've got my blog so jessainsco.com got to use to saying that so and spell that yes j-e-s-s-a-i-n-s-c-o-u-g-h.com 
Um, and so that's my blog where I write my blog posts and we've got Wellness Warrior TV on there. Um, and then I've got an ebook, like a starter kit and 10 day cleanse. And then I've got my, my actual book. So make peace with your plate is now a real life book that you can buy. Um, and that's out through Hay House, but you can buy it in bookstores and you can buy it online. Um, and I've also got a coaching program. So I've got an online coaching program called the Lifestyle Transformation Guide. And that was born from my previous one-on-one coaching practice that I've turned into a virtual online format where people can sign up and be coached by me in a group setting and through a virtual online membership site. Yeah. Mm. That's so cool. Can I ask you just one other thing? Mm-hmm. Do you ever have bad days? In what way? Anyway. Yes. Like food, mindset, food, no. relationships. Okay, so there's a non-negotiable around food. Yeah, food is just, there's no question. I, I eat 100% organic food 100% of the time. Even when I'm out, I if I can't get it, I go without. Um, isn't, that, isn't that wonderful when you get to that point yeah. that there is no, a non-negotiable? It's a non-negotiable. I respect, and I... I don't do so now because I'm scared of what will happen if I don't do it. I do it because I'm aware of what the food is and I'm aware of what it, the effect it has on my body and how it affects the way I feel. And I just I respect my body so much that I don't want to put crap into it. Mm. So that's a non-negotiable for me. And I also am so passionate about organic food becoming more widely available. So that's where I want to spend my dollars. I'm voting with, with my fork and my dollars there. Just can I just butt in there? Mm. Did you hear what she said? Respect for my body. Mm. You've learned a lot. Yeah. You know, considering where you were yeah. at 22, mm-hmm. where you had no respect. Yeah. So people can gain that. I Absolutely. Just, I just, and, and I'd be as saying, you were quite a tart. <laughs> really. oh, she I could mean, have matched you. Really. But I, I don't even think I was that bad. <laughs> but the other thing, yeah. too, that I love what you say there is that. Um, Oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought, and it was so cool. Sorry. No, 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 no. It was about it was about um, respect for your body. Respect for your body, and you only oh that if you can't get organic food when you're out, you go without. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's okay to go without a meal. We won't die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're not going to die. And, 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 and Pete Evans talks about this. Why is it that people can go eight hours through the night sleeping and not food, but if they get on an aeroplane, they can't go a two-hour flight without eating the food that is served to them? I know. Excuse me, just say no. I know. Well, you don't have to eat. No. This is, pack your own. Yeah, good, pack your own. Point. This is for, but for emotional eaters, for yeah. people who eat for emotional reasons, yeah. when the emotional hunger hits... It's unrelenting, yeah. and it's got you by the throat, and you're not, yeah. you know, like there's no escape from it. But this is where I think what you've just said there is so powerful because we won't actually die if we don't feed that yeah. need in the moment. We will we'll be okay, and yeah. if we make the choice to put really good stuff in our body, then we're uber cool. Yeah, I think that's I yeah. So I think that's the shizzle. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But I do have bad days. I mean, emotionally, I have bad days. Are you a tart? Are you awful? Are you mean? Are you a princess? I can a be. I can be a brat, a massive brat. Have I you be... read her recent blog where she did like an anger burst? Oh, God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Talon oh, yes. ran yes. for his life. Oh, yes. Talon ran for his life. seems to be the one that cops the force <laughs> Our loved ones my, usually are. Of my um, brattiness. How would I... you feel, Jess, if we had a television camera on you in those moments when you're losing it and it went out on the Wellness Warrior oh, TV? Oh, God. Yeah. Talon always says that to me. He says, if only your viewers could see you now. <laughs> <laughs> 
your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so don't, you know, like yeah. we said in the beginning, I don't think, um, be stopped by yeah. those thoughts. You know, if this is what's coming out and don't let people like who I want to, you know, what to, um, do that to you. Without judgment. With, I, I'm not judging. She's just stating a fact. I'm just stating a fact. No, but I think, you know, I think it's an important point. It's a really important point because, you know, sometimes when we're expressing our innermosts and you've chosen to express your innermost in a very public way Mm -hmm. and that's just part of your path. Yeah. It's almost like that in and of itself is a calling and you've just answered it, really. Yeah. But there are those that are um, outside of that, that that feel that it's their role to pass judgment and pass criticism on your answering of your calling. And I just want to say to those people, get back in your box, chocolate. <laughs> because it, it's not your business. Yeah. It's not your business. Yeah. It's nobody's business to have criticism on somebody else's answering of their calling why don't we all just get behind each other and answer our own freaking calling and get out of everybody else's business and allow us all to be who we need to be yeah because so that they're then the world can on be... fear though aren't they well, they're look, trying they're thinking by imparting their opinion by putting someone else down is actually saving their tribe or their community or their thoughts or their beliefs well where's the education in that but they are well educated in their opinion sure but then go out and answer their own calling and educate their own tribe with their own message. But we don't people, need to put others down I know, in order these to... People, these people will think by doing that they are doing the right thing by their tribe. Mm. And so therefore are we now judging them for wanting to do their calling, what they believe is their calling? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, it's a very good point that you it's a very good point that you raise, but I still feel in the heart of hearts is get back in your box chocolate. <laughs> I think we're all in that same boat. <laughs> yes. Because you look at somebody like Jess, whose whole life is just about um, making a difference to people. Her whole life is about moving the hearts and minds of people and it comes from the most genuine place. Mm. And for somebody to have something to say about that Mm. is the greatest crime. Mm. Really. Mm. I could punch him out. (laughs) I could. (laughs) Because I just think that's just, it's just, you're, you're, you're just doing what is the most natural thing for you to do. Mm by helping others and by sharing your own personal journey and them that wants to follow will follow. And I think that's what makes what you do so beautiful and so innocent and so powerful and so transformational for people. I just can't bear the thought that somebody would have something negative to say about that. It's mm. horrible, isn't it? I mm. just, it really, it, 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 obviously it moves me and it upsets me. But what I've learned from you, Karen, is I'm that... I'm very soft at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> you are Goodness very soft. Goodness me. But what I learned it's from like Karen... the third week in a row I've cried. Yes, it is. <laughs> we like it. It's quite nice. Really? Mm. Uh, but what I've learned from you is it's, it's, it's not about Jess. It's about them. Mm. It's mm. about their insecurities and inadequacies that propel them. I, I've never seen Jess take anybody to task. 
and search them out and look through their blogs and find one small thing that you can pick on them about. Heavens, who's got the energy to do that? Who's got the energy to do that? (laughs) You know what? And so it's not actually about you. It's actually all about those people that are are doing that. Mm. And they're the, and you know, I don't think give them any energy. Yeah. You know, and we, we've discussed this, don't you? Do, do not give people learn that energy. It is good yeah. to learn, to learn how to contain those emotions. Yes. And not take it out on telling when you get home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Who inspires you? Who? Uh, Cindy. Oh, Cindy's <laughs> <Cindy. laughs> like my... my my mentor, I guess, because I, I, I look at you and you're just so ballsy and you <laughs> so much criticism and you just respond to it so beautifully and I just, oh God, just admire it so much. So yeah, Cindy. Um, and then people like Chris Carr, yeah, love her. Mm. Same thing, just blazing a trail and not caring about what people think <laughs> and yeah, making a difference. Um and my mum continues, has always inspired me. Just, gosh, how non-judgmental she is and was and just how much, oh. She, she had spunk your She mom. did. She yeah. was just so, she so, had so much spunk. And she continues to teach me so much. Um, and she was your greatest supporter. Oh, God, yeah. She yeah. just was amazing. My dad. My yeah. dad reads everything I write, every comment that's written about me, everything. Does, Does he? he? Oh, yeah. Biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bless him. He's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And my dad inspires me. I mean, at, he's 60 years old and he's making green smoothies every morning, gets up and exercises every morning. And, and he's doing coffee enemas too. He does coffee enemas. If I kill him, he's out of this. He's growing wheatgrass at the moment. He's... Yeah. Look at him. You, you, know, what, you know what it he's is? He's a rough and tumble Aussie guy too, uh, isn't he? Coming yeah. from a place, oh, he still drinks his beers and still eats his meat. Like, he's still a typical Aussie guy, but he's embraced all of these things that we've had to learn along this journey, and he doesn't question anything I do. He's coming along to Brian Weiss with me on the weekend. He's just amazing. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. yeah. And, and tell me what Talon's done to you and been for you in your life. How long have you been together now? How did you get back together and how did you know? Uh, we've been together for five years, over five years now. Um, but yeah, we met when we were 19. And then when I moved back to the Sunshine Coast, I ended up breaking up with the boyfriend that I was with in Sydney and pretty much got to, with Talon straight away. We you just, just knew? We just knew. We were friends. We stayed in contact the whole time that I was away. We were really close friends. And then just started hanging out again and just got back together. Then became friends with benefits. Yeah. Well, you know what blows me away about Talon is that he was with you through that two years that you were virtually yes. in your home. Yes. I, I love the blog. I remember the blog where you showed the parameters of your of your life. You know, where you showed your room and this is where I did oh, yeah. this. And yeah. and I and I when you told me that you know you had a bow, I went, oh my gosh, you must be a special man. I had met Talon at this stage. Mm-hmm. I thought he must be a really special man that. He, he, you know, you could go out drinking, you couldn't go out partying, you couldn't go out dancing. No. He had to spend time with you in your home yeah. for two years. Yeah, and he didn't do any of that either. I mean, when I when I changed, he changed. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't even been dating a year when I was re-diagnosed. And I had, we both went down to the Gawler Foundation together and started, and we did the 10-day 
uh, program. Mm. And I mean, he was thrown into all of this. We were still quite young. I think we were 25, 24. Something like that. That's, that's uh, massive, isn't it? Is it? So, this, this is yeah. my, you know, like you're my children's age, mm. and I, I just can't. That's massive. Yeah. Just, and he just came along for the ride, and just is is amazing. I mean, yeah. we've had a few moments where we've cried together and all of that, but he doesn't show me that he's scared of this. He doesn't show me that he's scared of what could happen. It's just always we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this, whatever happens, and. Just having that reassurance is just amazing. Mm. Yeah. How old are you now? 28. Of course you are. 29 this year. <laughs> <laughs> 28. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, just, that's just perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> they say at the age of 28 is when we physiologically start ageing, right. maturing and changing. So things... You, it's not so much you're on the downhill slide oh, from 28. That's great, Kim. Um, <laughs> fantastic. Um, She's on double that, nearly. I'm excited. It's also really that exciting, return, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had a massive one. You, what, what is, what is it? I don't know a lot about that, but I've heard that so much recently. What is it? Satin return. I don't know a whole lot about it either, but it's like around 27, 28, 29. I, I don't really want to go into it because I don't know much about it, but big things happen. And um, you learn a lot of lessons. Well, well, Dr. Mark Possels talks about this, not so much in the Saturn return, but yeah. in the cycle, seven-year cycles. Yeah. And there's a big one around 28. 28 is a massive thing. Also, from a, 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 when we are born, we, we have different biorhythms. So intellectually, it's every 33 days. Physically, it's every 23 days. But emotionally, it's every 28 days. And I, that's why I named our brain 28, because oh. smell is so closely linked to our emotions. Yeah. Now, I usually tell people it's because it, skin cells take 28 days to renew themselves. We physiologically age at 28, 28 days to create a habit. But yeah. the essence of it, and because smell is so closely linked to emotions, I just thought it was fascinating that the biorhythm cycle for emotions is every 28 days. So often we'll look at it and think that it's around, um, you know, for women it's on oh, their period. Oh, I've got my period again. Yeah. But you might be surprised to learn that it's actually around that 28 biorhythmic cycle that's right. actually having an effect on you. So I just think where you're at right now is probably one of the most expressive times of your life as far as your mission, your purpose, mm. and what you're about to impart on the world on another whole level again. Mm-hmm. You've got a following that's growing, and as it's growing, it's multiplying even quicker. As we know, once you hit that tipping point, it's just evolving, and mm-hmm. and you are a trailblazer for all of us. You are. I mean, I still have a vision that that we'll all be on stage together with Absolutely. your younger generation yeah. and us older girls. Yeah. Um, well, I do. You think. older girl. <laughs> I mean, you're two years younger than me. Come, come, come on. Well, it's enough. <laughs> two years. I mean. So what you, most will be twenty. So, so, so what are you, the aunt? Are you the aunt or the great aunt of Jess' sister? <laughs> Was there a question? <laughs> oh no! Aunt Schmant. <laughs> I thought you were the aunt of the dogs. <laughs> the aunt of the dogs. Yes. yes. Yeah, well, that would be right. Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. 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 Sister, <laughs> is there 
anything else that you think that would be a lovely final parting message for our beautiful listeners? Oh, um, hmm. Something you think they should know. Something that they could, like, take from you as a nugget of gold into the rest of their days so that they always remember you. Do a coffee and a mug. forget you when they change their coffee habit. But it's so much more than what the coffee ever does. It gives you time to yourself. You get time to read. You get time to just lie in there and do nothing for half an hour. There's so many things that come from it. It's it's not just about the coffee ever. It's about allowing yourself that time to yourself to do nothing. Jess, Jess, I'm going to put a challenge out to you. My challenge to you within this year is to get an enema up her Get oh, one on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It might can not you take photos? <laughs> oh, and let's show everybody. Yes, we could put it on that for a chat. I think you people are on drugs. <laughs> Delusional. No. <laughs> on that note. On that note. <laughs> on that coffee note. <laughs> on that coffee note. Look, I, I'm, I, well, I was going to say I'm open, but I don't know that I am. You are. Yeah. I don't know. Come on, do I it. Don't know. I don't know. I know. I was going to end with something profound, but no, that's that. That's that's, 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 it. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what will come out when something's stuck up there. Yeah. As in what will come out of the experience. I mean, not what will come out. I mean, what? Yeah. It's just getting worse. <laughs> thinking, Give it a crap. It up. Give it a crap, Karen. <laughs> Shut the back door. <laughs> I plan to. <laughs> oh my gosh, you two. Oh, you are hilarious. She doesn't even know what to come back with. You got nothing to come back with. I feel like I need to go rock in a shower. <laughs> so beautiful so moving and it's been such a treat to spend the last hour or two hours with you it's been two hours it's a double episode it's so much time a double episode but you're worth it thank you you're well and truly worth it and I hope that our listeners all look you up and um, you know follow you ferociously because there's so much inspiration and value to be gained so thank you for sharing so much time with us and for sharing from your heart and your experiences um for all of our listeners if you want to find jess make sure that you go to her website which is jessainsco.com um and if you go to the wellnesswarrior.com that will also take that will take you there too and i'm on facebook and instagram Instagram with you. You do Pinterest. Yeah. Instagram is my fave. You hang out the most. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. You're always there. And you've got some great shots. Post the pictures of my dogs. And the chickens. And my chickens. I think we need a picture of the chicken dog chase. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I do too. I'm with you. I want to see the bloopers. Oh, the bloopers would be hilarious. (laughs) 
So don't forget to post your comments on this podcast for us as well. We're really, really keen to get your feedback and your your thoughts in terms of Jess's journey. And, you know, if you know Jess, if she's inspired you, what your thoughts are, where your journey's taking you with with regards to her love and support. So go to our uh, website, uh, go to our Facebook page at all the w's.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and post your comments. You can also post your comments right on the wellness couch, which is all the w's.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat. And there's a whole bunch of noise going on right here. So <laughs> join us here next week on up for a chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. We're going to see you on the ride. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.